Thank you for coming. Continuing in the Hilchot Sefirat Omer, the Shulchan Aruch says, "Misha Shoelo to Chaviro Ben Hashmashot, Kama Yemei Hasfira Bezeh Halayla." So, if a person is asked by their friend during Ben Hashmashot, which is a period from when the sun sets uh, through the time when the uh, stars come out, what we call Ben uh, Hashmashot between Shkiat Hama and Seder Kochavim, so person asks you, "What night are we counting tonight for Sefirat Omer?" So, Yomarlo et Molhayakach you should answer, last night was such and such, right? As opposed to saying, tonight is 48, say, last night was 47. Very good. Why is that? Because if you were to say that tonight is 48, right? Tonight is not 48, but let's say you were to say tonight is 48. Then, you would not be able to continue, or uh, I guess count again later that evening with a bracha, because in theory, they have already counted when they said tonight is 48, Again, we'll have to break all this down slowly but surely. If it is prior to meaning the sun is not yet set, okay, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so then, because it's not yet a time where one could count Sefirat Omer, so then there's no problem to say that tonight we will count 48. Good? And I used to do this on Friday nights because we dive in early enough that we can't yet count Sefirat Omer. It's not yet Benash Mashot. Uh, and I would say, tonight we will count, but I don't want people to get confused. So I still say, last night we counted, right? But in theory, we don't have to do that because it's not yet the time to count spread home. So again, we'll have to break this down case by case and see when does this actually apply, when does it not apply. It seems like the minag, we are always concerned for this, but maybe we don't really need to be. It says specifically, if your friend asks you, after the sun is set. So the same would be true even after even after the stars come out, right? The reason why we said specifically is because even if they were to ask you, we said the ideal time to count spread home is once it's the stars come out. He said, already you, you could be lenient and count from the time the sun sets. So if your friend asks you after Tzeda Kochavim, and it's for sure according to everyone time to count Sefirat Omer, so then you really got to be concerned, right? But even if they ask you already beyond the time of Shkiyar Hama, after the sun were to set, uh, since we say you could technically count that even though it may not be ideal, like we've talked about in the past, we're about to do that, but let's say, even though it's not ideal, uh, once it's time to count Sefirat Omer, we have to be concerned that if you were to say that tonight is 48, then you will have fulfilled your obligation and you will have missed out that night on counting with a bracha. Obviously, it wouldn't affect your count going forward. The next night you'd be able to count with a bracha wouldn't be an issue, but we want you to be able to count uh, fully. So what we'll have to figure out is, is this always the case, right? Let's say he says, uh, you know, what are, what are we counting tonight? And I say 48. I don't say tonight is the 48th night of the Omer, which is however many weeks, I don't know, six weeks and six days, right? Something like, yeah, I don't know. Right? Somewhere around there. Uh, if I don't give the whole thing weeks and days, so have I fulfilled my obligation or have I not, right? So maybe I could say that, right? Maybe I have to mention both days and weeks. Let's say I say not last night was X, Y, and Z, but I say tomorrow night will be, or in three days it will be, right? Do I have to use specifically this particular formula? And also, one of the things that we talked about when we said that mitzvot tzrichot kavanah or mitzvot enan tzrichot kavanah, we asked when I perform a mitzvah act, do I need to have in mind that I'm doing a mitzvah act, right? If I pick up my lulav with the intention of beating my brother, so have I fulfilled my obligation or have I not fulfilled my obligation? So that should depend on, well, do mitzvah acts require kavanah? If the mitzvah act requires kavanah, well, I didn't pick up the lulav to fulfill the mitzvah. I picked it up to hit my brother. So maybe I have not fulfilled my obligation. But if you tell me mitzvot enan tzrichot kavanah, 
that I don't have to have intention to perform a mitzvah as long as I actually did the action. So then maybe I will have fulfilled my mitzvah. So when it comes to Sefirat Omer, we already started to talk about a situation where maybe we don't require kavanah. When was that? I'm listening to someone else count Sefirat Omer. Let's say I'm listening to the rabbi count Sefirat Omer. So he said, well, you should have in mind not to fulfill your obligation because maybe if you're listening to him, right, even though you're not necessarily thinking about fulfilling the mitzvah, by answering amen, you're fulfilling your mitzvah, right? And that would be... I don't know that it would be the worst news ever, but you wouldn't be able to go ahead and count with the brachas because you should have in mind not to fulfill your obligation because mitzvot e'inan tzrichot kavanah. So here, right, we say mitzvot e'inan tzrichot kavanah, right, and therefore if I say tonight is 48, maybe I will have fulfilled my mitzvah. I won't be able to count that night with a bracha. Let's say I have in mind when I'm answering the question, I have in mind I don't want to fulfill my obligation when I am answering the question. So if I should have that negative dot, right, I have in mind specifically not to fulfill the obligation, so then maybe we would argue, okay, you could go ahead and you could answer tonight is so-and-so. So we have a lot of different things to pick apart, so you have to keep on coming back. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashan, Merat,